The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Go get a cup of coffee in here, please. Yeah. Good morning. Well, maybe it's good morning for you. Not so good morning for me. <clears throat> I'll tell you what happened. Good morning. It's April Fool's, and it looks like uh, the ultimate fool is me. Um, so here's what happened. It's April 1st, 2022. What is today? Friday. It's a Friday. Good Friday to you. Not so good Friday for me. Um, somebody hacked into my account on Facebook, apparently, and, um, told Jamie that me and him should, or at least I said, we should murder, uh, Kanye in his sleep. Now, I would never say that. I would never do that. Um, so something, something is amiss there, but, uh, they showed the post. Basically, the post was just Kanye holding a sign that said Mind Dog TV, Coffee and the Dog, 9 a.m. And then somehow is me telling Jamie we should murder this son of a bitch in his sleep, which I never would do. I, I, I know the rules on Facebook. So we're not on Facebook today. We're on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, um, BK, and a host of other platforms, but not on Facebook. So uh, screw Facebook. That's all I can want to say about that. Go to hell, Facebook. Well, it's not Facebook's fault. Honestly, it's not their fault. Somebody, I'm going to have to change my password immediately after the show, but whoever can't post under, under my name anyway. Uh, but they did the damage last night. So the ultimate, well, I shouldn't say I'm the worst victim here of um, of this stuff because uh, California, Los Angeles has had some... Um, some bad, bad situation with their April Fools. They starting at midnight, earthquake, uh, three point four on a Richter scale in uh, Los Angeles, California, which um, really sucks for them. Uh, yeah, email you, you didn't. Okay, I have to uh, email a link to somebody. Just you, just hold on right there while I do things. Um, Anyway, back to the email. Good morning. Uh, crazy stuff going on tonight at um, what the hell time will be? 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm a, a little flustered here because uh, the show is not on Facebook where it usually is. And uh, and that means tonight's show with Paul McCartney won't be. I'm wondering if somebody is. Uh, uh, that was the reason behind all this shit. Like somebody just doesn't want me to post that tonight. Anyway, um, whatever the fuck I'm doing, I'm trying to send a link to, to people right now. I'm I'm not in a good way because of this crap. Somebody fucking with me. It's like you're waking up and finding your car was stolen. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
I don't know why I, I came up with that analogy. Anyway, um, so here we are. <sighs> Got to catch my breath. Well, today, this morning, TJ Black will be with me at, at 10 a.m., comedian from Georgia. Um, and then, of course, tonight, um, uh, who, Paul McCarty will be with me. I'm trying to just catch up. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get back on track here. Uh, sent. I'm sorry. You you hear me typing. I'm I'm flustered. I'm trying to get in touch with a surprise guest for this morning. This is not an April Fool's thing. Uh, so anyway, I think we're back on track now. No more text messaging, no more emailing back and forth here. Just trying to get situated. Um, Twitter, 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 Twitter. What's trending besides the earthquake stuff? Um, well, Bruce Willis has got some kind of um, something going on inside his head that is causing him to retire from acting. Uh, you know me. Uh, I've been um, mistaken for Bruce Willis by um can't remember his name now. See, I'm 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 experiencing some senior moments here and maybe I should retire from acting. Um Well Martha Stewart declined me. I've just gotta notice that Martha Stewart declined me for sponsorship. I don't remember ever calling her and asking for sponsorship. <laughs> just got an email Martha Stewart is maybe I did for Kiara's segment. I don't know. Again, a little flustered today. April Fools, they got me. Usually I'm the one getting people. Looks like they got me. Well, thanks for being here. Anyway, appreciate uh, you keeping me company here while I uh, take this little temper tantrum. Um, and there's no way I can even let everybody know because there's a lot of people who watch on, on Facebook. And I can't even let them know what's happened here. Um, if I go to Facebook, it won't play, will it? Matt Napo, TJ Black is a comedian from Canton, Georgia. He joins us in hour two. Uh, replay video. Well, yeah, it does play. No, that's pretty weird. Okay. Matt Napo was live. His video will be available soon. I guess it cut out right after that. Wow, that's really weird. It just starts to play and then cuts out. Very, very strange happenings here. For on an April Fool's Day, I feel like the fool. Anyway, let's try to recover here and get back on track. These I just found out about this stuff like seconds before the show. Um, so I'm gonna open up phone lines. You want to call in? I'll open up phone lines today. I'll just you know throw caution to the wind with everything. Uh, anybody wants to talk about anything that's on their minds today? We have a uh, special guest calling in. Uh, probably a little bit early today. And so you want to tell your friends, get on now uh, while the getting's good. And then at 10 a.m., TJ Black will be with me. Um, at some point, it looks like Billy Wayne forgot about me again. So I'm, and he, I'm sure he's sleeping now because it's uh, early, early over there. Uh, so, um, but we're going to be giving away a chance to see. Well, not a chance. A ticket to see Billy Wayne Davis in Brooklyn, New York on May 15th. 
with yours truly. I will be at the show, and you can hang with me and uh, do all that. The uh, hashtag is going to put in the to win. God, I'm flushed. Fucking Facebook bastards got me good. Yes, I am cursing early. Um, and all our things are taken up because it's all full of Carl's nonsense with Zippy and, and Brett Brock and all that kind of stuff. So it's um, the code is going to be EW Dog. Hashtag BW Dog to win the tickets today, to win the ticket to go to see Billy Wing with me. Uh, let me undo this. Uns- yeah, scroll that one. Scroll that bastard. There it is. BW Dog is the hashtag. Uh, the man of the hour, my special guest for today, uh, an extra uh, unscheduled guest, uh, is with us now. He's in the back. Uh, and, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the fabulous. Wait, wait, wait. Got to get my background straight here. I'm a little flustered this morning. Andy Anderson. Andy. How hey, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm good. Your lighting is beautiful. It's, ter- it looks terrible. Uh, I don't even, I don't know. I fucking oh, hate it here. There's 10 lights around here, and I, and every time I try to, I don't know, it looks terrible, but at least on my end, but that's okay. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm in, you know, I'm in you good got, good shape here. You got coffee. Captain Beans, Joe, 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 Joe Andrews, Captain I, Beans coffee? I, I do. I got the last, last strain of it, because he's uh, kind of went out of business with that. Uh, I know, that's sad. Kind of ran aground, and, uh, and so I'm drinking some of the last of it. <laughs> Very sad. Yeah. You didn't hear, uh, you didn't feel any bumps in the night, did you? No. Uh, California had an earthquake. I was oh. just wondering if you feel it all the way up where you are. No, not well. I, I sleep through shit getting, <laughs> you know, like my stuff gets stolen in the driveway all the time because I'm a light, I'm a heavy sleeper. Wow. So uh, oh, I wouldn't oh. have felt it. Thanks I doubt it got up this me. far. My basketball hoop came down. My wife told me yes, yesterday because the wind was so severe and I didn't even hear it. So that's well, how. Imagine blowing a, a a basketball hoop down. It, what it, I had my pad had happened twice where my basketball hoop has been hit by weather events and lost, and then I finally got to a, the last one. I was like, I don't know, I I don't shoot enough baskets. I'm not replacing it, but I do miss <laughs> I miss having a basketball hoop. I uh, just uh, yeah, in my fifties, I was like, all right, I'm not going to hone my shot anymore. Yeah, but I got a grandson. That's that's why right. so I got I got to go out and do it. Yeah, today. yeah, I got none of those yet. Nope. I got I got thrown in Facebook jail because somebody hacked into my account and said we should murder Kanye West in his sleep. Yeah, I would. So that I, so I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, it's nice. I mean, it's like you know uh, that threat that was now bounced. Sir Paul, it's like you know big names in the music industry have been affected by your Facebook feed. <laughs> Like you could have, like you know, uh, that could if if Yoko Ono were still around, she might be buzzing in John's ear. Like you know, this is a fiasco. Mind Dog's not even on Facebook. What's Paul doing? Let's break the group up. Right. So I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is Yoko real, still around? She's not dead, right? No. Yeah, that's right. She is still alive. <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, from watching that Beatles documentary uh, or the uh, the four part thing that was on Disney, was it? Yeah. Uh, I thought, I mean, she was always present when she was there, but she kept her mouth shut. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people were in the green room or a creative situation 
can't not interject stuff, but she kind of just sat and did her own thing, at least from what I saw. So I think she kind of got maybe a, a little bit more of a negative rap than she deserved. Oh, totally. She, my wife was far more of a Budinsky in the uh, recording studio when I was young than, than Yoko was in that. Uh, in that, But you have to remember, she just had a miscarriage, so maybe she was, like, fucking depressed. <laughs> right. Shit. But it's like a green room in comedy. You know, there's 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 a unwritten hierarchy of funny. And if you're not that funny, you shouldn't interject a bunch. Right. You just, just sit and watch and then get funnier. Or whatever, and it's always a buzzkill when somebody jumps in, and then it's like, okay, now you're you're the target. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you you looking good? Are you feeling good? Yeah, I just did. I just uh, had my chemo pump. They put a pump on you for a few days, and I always like getting that taken off because it it sits you know right there and it's awkward. And uh, so I got that off yesterday. I do my injections. I promised one of those, but I, I don't have my needles ready. Uh, I, I do three days of those. And then on the other end of this chemotherapy, I've been feeling pretty, pretty damn good. Like, uh, like, like I could do what I used to do. I mean, I, I, and then I'm aware that I'm not in very good shape because I haven't done shit for months, but I feel like doing stuff again. So maybe I, maybe I'll, uh, you know, very cool. Good to hear that you're, you're, you're doing okay with this stuff now i'm surprised no i don't you know we hear hear about chemo and all this stuff have you ever given yourself a needle in the stomach before the or a needle oh, in any no. way before this no i mean I, I stepped on a needle once but no uh, uh and i don't like injections at all so uh <laughs> so that was what okay so this is the only way i can take this medicine and uh i'm getting pretty good at it i've had i've done it nine times now i'd probably so. die I it ain't bad if you, if you got enough if you got enough belly fat and it, and it goes in at a 45 degree angle so you're not going like this you're going more just puncturing the skin get it all the way in there i count to five hit the plunger and then i pull it out and then the needle retracts so i know oh. but i've had it i've had a few where i've you know messed it up or whatever but uh yeah it's a it's a it's like you know one of those phobias you have and then you have to confront it yeah. So now I have to give myself injections. Uh, I, I got uh, about, uh, well, three a, three a week every time I do chemo. So I got about 25 more. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think I would be able to overcome that phobia. But now here's the, the, the big thing that you got to be careful of. Now that you've learned to give yourself a needle, when you get healthy, you're not well, gonna, you're not gonna... I I had I don't know I mean I think we talked about it on the show, but I had a, a some uh, heightened liver uh, enzymes and they wanted to do they did a CT scan, but every time they do a CT scan, I know they're going okay. Well, it's a cancer, you know that's what they're looking for. Right. So I had a couple weeks where I was like, okay, if I got liver cancer, if if they miss liver cancer and and I got this, then. <laughs> at least I'm good at needles and I'm going to get some heroin because that was, I was thinking I can, you know, I can either wait for hospice and have them say, well, I don't really think heroin's a good mix there. And like, no, I'm already a full on junkie. So, uh, you know, that's, that's what I was thinking though. It's like, okay, I can do needles now. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I don't, uh, yeah. so I would be the exact same way, but now that you don't have cancer in the liver, 
uh, don't become a don't become right. a needle junkie. I don't. Well, you know. they they, uh, <laughs> they were also like I get these things and and you can you you get a, a a code you can call and you can look at your lab results and I always forget. Oh, there's an underscore in that, so I can't get my own fucking results. They'll call, and then and then they'll sometimes call the home phone number, which I don't even know how to answer anymore. I just see it on the TV. Willamette Valley cancer calling. And I want to know because it's been about eight days and or you know three days, four days since I did the C scan, uh, and then I just called a back line and and I said, look, I just I don't need to talk to a doctor. I just want to know, is there cancer or no cancer? Could somebody please call me back? And then they did call back and said, you don't have any cancer. And I go, okay, that's all. I I'll talk to the doctor about it. And it's some other thing, thickening or something to monitor, but it's not cancer but it's just like just fucking tell me because you know it's going to be hard to score heroin without any connections whatsoever yeah i don't think the connections are that hard to come by these days no uh, no and i but, i went i crossed the fentanyl i mean uh, when i was in the hospital i was like begging I, you know I go fuck yeah i'll take fentanyl wow um, it doesn't. It strikes me that your liver probably is beaten, beaten up a little bit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> well, I don't know. It's probably pretty recovered because I uh, haven't. Uh, you know, it's one of those that kind of re- heals itself, and I haven't drank in quite a while right. uh, since but, since uh, that. Uh, what was it? Uh, Fal? No, Farron? Yeah, Falco's was probably the. La- you know, if I were uh, to go, that's the last time I got really fucking drunk. Uh, that was it. <laughs> yeah. I was playing hurt uh and uh doing shots like i didn't you know i didn't realize my liver was in such fucking bad shape at that point you're like the lou gehrig of comedy actually they had to actually it had to be a debilitating disease to actually get you out of the lineup yeah well no i'm not that guy i'm laying here i was content to call it good and now i'm starting to get creative creative energy uh thinking oh okay and then I started plotting. Oh, okay, I could. This is how I could start doing comedy again without having to headline a show. You know, go out with some friends, do some guest spots, get into the swing of it. See, you know, maybe go to Austin, Texas. Just the stuff I hadn't been thinking about because I've just been kind of, you know, thinking, well, fuck, maybe I'll just be dead. <laughs> right. Your daughter's wedding's in October, right? Yep. So and, no chance uh, you go into altercation. No, I'm not. I'm not on the. Uh, I don't want to be like James Inman, and I'm. I'm not on the list, uh, uh, and I'm not gonna. Uh, but I will be. You know, I, I realized I will be done with chemo like the beginning of August. Oh, the cool thing is, is James, my friend, won uh, entered for tickets to go to the South Park 25th anniversary show that's going to be at Red Rock, uh, and that's you know half hour hour from my daughter's place. It's going to be Ween. And Primus, and then just a big celebration of South Park, probably an orchestra, uh, whatever else they they throw at you. Hopefully, Terrence and Phillips will be there. Wow! Uh, but that's the end of August, or no, that's mid-August, and that's the week after I'm done with chemotherapy. So I'll be going out to see my daughter. My birthday's right in there. Go to the South Park, and then I'll feel like, oh, I'm a, I'm alive again. I'm on the other side of this cancer. Uh, whatever they, you know, said my life expectancy is, that's, that's just, you know, their guesstimate. Uh, I could get hit by a a fucking tornado. Uh, I could get run over. Uh, uh, 
uh, we could get a, you know we could be at war i could fall into a crevice from an earthquake so there's a, a lot of variables that that doctor didn't even put up on them like you're giving me a 45 percent chance of living in five years you don't even know me man <laughs> <laughs> i can I can trim that down or make it last twice as long if I feel like it. But uh, you just re reminded me of a clip I played from one of my first TV shows where it was, the show was on death and dying. It was just people just one after another, just saying ways you could possibly die. You could fall in a garbage truck opera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's like... a there's a train song that lists a bunch of uh, ways to die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. man. Tw I... 25 years of South Park. I fucking feel old all of a sudden. I, it, I, I know. Is it 25 years since, since they started it or is it 25 seasons? I'm not sure. I remember when, uh, when South Park just was starting, I was at a party, a big Hollywood party. It was a comedy central party. Doug talks about it in one of his books, Robert Evans's house. Yeah. We jump into the pool. We're raising hell, but that was the first season of South Park. Cause they were, those guys were there uh didn't meet him uh, uh I, I ended up getting chased around by gary Busey. was kind of my celebrity thing there i cut in a i cut in a dinner line or a buffet line with you know like he did i know i don't i don't wouldn't normally do this but there was uh, some of the uh, ladies from the show that we called them juggies but uh, a few of the juggies were there this big line robert evans did this big spiel about nobody really knew he was it's like a madman talking, you know, blah, 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 and Hollywood, and, 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 and uh, hey, Slash is here. It's just a, a, a aimless speech, and then we all got in this line, and uh, a couple of the juggies waved me in line. They go, oh, join us. I'm, I'm Okay, so I get in line, and then the next thing I know, Gary Busey, who I don't know which direction I found out later, he was in front of me. So Gary Busey's in front of me in line, sees me joining the line behind him and takes it as a personal insult like he was he seemed angry uh and and he was like right there he's like a bigger dude and he's in my face saying you gotta you cut in line and then he goes you gotta move back and i was like oh this is fucking it's that guy gary Busey, this you know legendary big fucking teeth you know <laughs> like and, always yeah, like you know, I got the lethal weapon version, not the Buddy Holly. Uh, so I got you know, he's a fucking uh, intense, and and he he shows you, I got to move back, so I move back a couple. I you know, so I'm moving back incrementally, but that's not good enough. So Gary wants me to move all the way to the very end of the line, which was about uh, you know sixty people, uh, or watching me get you know harassed by gary Busey, right i mean the whole time i just kept moving back and hitting he was right there like that's no no farther until i got to the very end of the line i was the last person in line and he goes he goes now doesn't that feel better and wow. i go yeah i guess it does gary and then that was the end that was <laughs> that was the end of our conversation i didn't see him again the rest of the party and it, and it's a I, some lady tried to uh I was waiting to go hear Obama. This was a few years ago, obviously. And some lady, you know, sat her lawn chair behind me. And there was a lot of other. So it's like she did the same thing. And then I'm remembering what Gary Busey taught me. And I gave her the same thing. I go, somebody at the end of this line isn't going to get in here because you think you can sit your chair here. And I moved. I, I didn't have the Gary Busey 
walked, I, I could have walked her 500 people back, but I just shamed her into leaving my area. Oh but my it, God. Uh, I, I think this is the first time in my life I've ever felt like cell phones were invented too late because I would love to see that on video, this whole Gary Busey oh, trying yeah. to intim- and doing a good job of intimidating you. And oh, yeah. He, I mean, he's he's in, he's intimidating. He's uh, I don't know how tall he is, but he's he's definitely bigger than the average actor. Plus, he's fucking psychotic. I yeah, mean. And he's, yeah, he's mental, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there was no like, oh, well, thank you know. Thanks, Gary. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Can, we Can I get picture? your autograph? <laughs> yeah. He, and I, I don't I But I saw him one time. This was many years later. There was some actress doing an uh, interview, and Gary Busey jumps right into the fucking interview, and it wasn't about him at all. Wow. Like, Dude, you don't even follow your own advice, you know? Yeah. You get to the back of the line, but it's okay for you to jump into somebody's interview fucking yeah. loose cannon idiot he's fucking <laughs> crazy man that, yeah. that's a, oh man that's definitely one for the books so i gotta have somebody illustrate that like do a little cartoon mm-hmm. of it so. <laughs> yeah and he, he was jabbering the whole time of you know like, like line cutting you know under his breath i couldn't quite make it out but i don't think he i don't think he fancies line cutting well, yeah, or he just pick. He was just looking for somebody, and you happened to be uh, his victim of that day. That's the you know crazy. Yeah, that he is. That was that was a fun party, but uh, uh, Gary, you know, Robert Gary Evans. Definitely. The kid stays in the picture. Now I got a question: Is he this guy on Twitter that says the one and only Robert Evans? Is he I still doubt alive? it. I I don't know that he's even alive, but uh, I don't think uh, so either. Yeah, he was. He was like me and Doug were. Uh, we weren't well we had a pr person who was watching out for doug and we were getting drunk and and then we wanted to get into the inner sanctum because there you know there's always a better place at the party so we were like where's you know so we get finally get into robert evans inner sanctum so me and doug and we're drunk we've you know we've already been in the pool you know uh, doug was naked i went down to uh, my shorts because i didn't know it was my first hollywood party uh so we finally get into the back room. Robert Evans is doing like a meeting. You know, oh, hello. And he goes, he says to Doug, he goes, oh, hey, uh, it's going to be great working with you on Comedy Central. Because like Robert had a sh- cartoon show with Slash for a minute. I didn't know was, that. Yeah, it was real. It, it was one season, a half a season. But that's why this party was at Robert Evans. And he was like, oh, it's great to meet you. Uh, uh, it's going to be a fine season on Comedy Central. And Doug goes, cut the shit, Bob. Where's the blow? And uh, and then uh, he just went. He went real paranoid. He started. He, he had some money. He goes, I can't even leave the place here. They'll plant cocaine on me. They said they put it in my, like, you know, something like real paranoid like that. And then Robert Shapiro whips around and 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 kind of interrupts you know misdirects and gets robert out of the conversation and then i'm all red-faced drunk and uh and i did take this picture and i don't know if i still have it but i did took a picture of me and uh uh, shapiro and i'm all red-faced but i started you know in on the oj shit and so already the two main dudes in the party don't want us to you know we're in the we're in their room now and they're like what the fuck and uh and then craig kilborn was in the hot tub with a bunch of ladies and so i think mainly we were looking for cocaine uh and uh so i started going hey kilborn where's the coke and uh and he's got like four or five ladies in this tub and uh i go come on those ladies ain't sitting with you because you're funny 
And uh, and then one of the ladies gets up and starts jabbing at us like, you know, obviously cocaine jaw. Like, blah, 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 blah. This is very rude of what you're <laughs> And then <laughs> and then we get kind of kicked out of the room and we're uh, and I had swiped something from the room. Uh, it was like a little I think it was it, it, what it looked like was a pet urn. Like a small like maybe a cat urn or something, but it was just something like that. And I picked pocketed that and. Uh, and then uh, we were outside of the party, outside of the main room, and there's Slash. So and then Slash is, we're talking to Slash, having a good time, and he's inviting us to go to the Viper room. And and then uh, I don't know, I was fumbling that thing, and he goes, "Hey man, you didn't steal that from Robert, did you?" <laughs> so like Slash is accusing me, and then Doug covered for me. He goes, "No, no, he carries that thing with him everywhere." <laughs> and uh, whatever it was, we gave it to our limo driver that night whatever wow. i stole from robert but it was like you know it was my first hollywood party jumped in robert evans famous pool uh, uh 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 who else did i meet there um yeah but it was oh well uh um shit what's his name the uh anyway man i'm uh chemo i'm gonna call it chemo brain because i'm forgetting well it's a senior names. moment you'll they'll come more frequently every year now you'll get Dane, well, Dane, Dane Cook sat down at a table with me and Doug, and Doug had a history with Dane Cook that I didn't know about. But uh, uh, it was, you know, like Dane sat and and me and Doug just having our regular conversation was enough for him. Like he was there for about a minute or two. Hey, Doug, and then he hears us talking, and he's like, "All right, he's." I think it was probably the coke, you know, that we were looking for drugs. Wow. It seemed like that was, you know, because we're at Robert Evans and it was like, well, we're at Robert Evans. Let's do a bunch of cocaine with Robert Evans. So you guys were you kind do. of fairly young uh, still. I mean, you're talking 25 years ago, like 1997. I think that's when you're talking about because I remember. No, I, well, no, I think it was later than that because the man show was 2001 or after. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was after 9-11. And, so uh, yeah, so the twenty South Park stuff definitely isn't twenty five years, then it's probably twenty five seasons. I think so. I mean, and maybe it wasn't their first season. Maybe it was a, a you know, but I I think they kind of did that for a while, where it would be like second season would be in the same year, right? But I don't know. Okay. Uh, but man, what a body of work uh, for any TV show <laughs> to have had, uh, you know, uh, South Park. I mean. Yeah. This season isn't hasn't been my favorite, uh, uh, but you know there'll be one or two episodes that'll uh, make it make me go well, holy shit, you know. That I haven't is... watched it in years. I haven't yeah. watched it in years. Yeah. Um, Kier is here for some happy news. Stick with oh, us. Oh, good. Yeah. I want her to I want her to meet you because yesterday she learned about nature jacking and she said she was going to give it a try. So well, I want I her can, to meet the founder of the she can, uh, uh, the movement. I, I do currently have t-shirts in ladies' sizes, so if she oh. wants to get all official. Uh, well, let's introduce her in. Let's do Do it right? Yes. Oh no, I didn't do it right. This is what I wanted. To do. There you go. Kiara, meet Andy. Andy, meet Kiara. Hey, hey Kiara. Hello. Good morning. She yeah. has good lighting. She does That's, have good lighting. Mine is yeah. Mine is as sick as I am. <laughs> well, I'm just she, by my my back window. It's just. I mean, the sun light. was out. Now I don't know where it is. Natural, yeah, I, natural light doesn't work for me. 
you've seen it dog i mean yeah you know, it's like well, oh, okay you... this looks good and then all of a sudden it's just blaring on my head and sometimes yeah. it just seems like overpowering like oregon gets this like sun that we don't like a super super sized sun or something because when it comes through your window it's just like overwhelming <laughs> mm-hmm. i still haven't found a, a what are we on like over 150 podcasts or more and i still yeah. haven't found a proper place to set up my shit <laughs> well maybe by 500 or so yeah. i'm coming up on 700 this week so wow. and if, if you count the morning shows 800 i'm coming up on 100 for this show and and 700 for the evening show wow. i know well that's why you got the lighting thing figured out <laughs> do i i was fucking black this morning and they're all red uh, i'm still a little red but um Anyway, so Andy is the founder. You just saw him mentioning he has lady-sized T-shirts. Show that T-shirt again at naturejack.com. Uh, we I discussed yesterday with you. This is the more. That's the one I came up with second, but this was the original. Because yeah, that's the one that Joe is wearing in the picture. Yeah, because that's you know you're supposed to be out and enjoying things, but then <laughs> you know you're doing happy news, but then everything started burning around here, and I thought, well. You know, uh, you can't always pick this, you know, beautiful scenery. Sometimes you got to go through hellscape. And so I designed a second, more apocalyptic version of it. But the nice <laughs> with the green lake and everything. And then uh, Brett Brock did the uh, artwork on it. And he, he'll he sweat details uh, and make a whole different thing for hours. And I said, no, man, same thing. Just set everything on fire. <laughs> <clears throat> So that's what the second shirt is. Well, if I may, now, uh, uh, you know, I'm comfortable with my own sexuality. But I have to say, your ass looks so muscular in there. I'm a little jealous. Yeah. Well, you should be jealous of Brett Brock because I found this out much later. Brett Brock took a picture of himself and did his own uh, ass sculpting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that ain't even me. So that's like a Mona Lisa version of Andy's ass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. You know, I was looking in the mirror going, huh, <laughs> this ain't right. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. You know, it was an upgrade. Oh, Kelly's going to be so hot now knowing that. Kelly's got a, like, a huge crush on, on Brett. Like, she, she follows him everywhere, thinks he's the sexiest thing that ever happened. So now she's just going to be like yeah. off the walls. Yeah. So well, did he... you tr- did you try the nature jacking yesterday? You said you were going to – and I think – if a girl's going to do it, I think you have to call it nature drilling. That's just my... Uh, well, right. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I uh, I did. I went out into the bush over here, and uh, the cops <laughs> the cops came, took me away. Yeah. You got to do Spend some hiking. The cell. <laughs> it's, the, you got to get some distance between you and spectators. Yeah. yeah. Out into where you, get, where you get swallowed up by the sounds of the nature and the woods and uh you know and then it's like because i think uh, uh people have ruined sex <laughs> other people and uh so if you you know like i don't know and that's how most people generally you know get uh, mixed up in into that before they even know how to really you know to that's what i'm thinking nature jack so you get your in rhythm with yourself you don't need to bother other people and most dudes are toxic so whatever they got that to slop out into into the woods it's much better hitting the ah. moss than making a baby. <laughs> I, she, oh. loves, she loves babies. She's all for baby making. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have a baby in today's climate unless it had webbed yeah. feet and uh, maybe gills. Yeah. Yeah. No, gonna, right. 
underwater. Oh, that's right. It's happy news time. Yeah, it is happy right. news time. What do you got? Okay. UPI. <laughs> no. No? I, I didn't use UPI. Uh, I don't think I'll, I tried not to use it all this week. So I've been going on Mirror.com, which seems to be um, from the UK, UK news, which they have some they have some weird news. But they um, weird people, all those. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, dog owners tra- travel 200 miles to visit pup playground with bouncy castles and ball pits. With donkey what? Bouncy cast, bouncy oh, castles uh, and ball pits. I, oh, I thought you said donkeys. Okay. Go ahead. A, a playground made just for dogs is proving extremely popular. Bark and Bounce, located in Salford, Manchester, is a dream for owners looking for a new experience for their dogs, equipped with every giant game and toy you can imagine. Well, I suppose if, if you spend most of your life licking your own balls, uh, you, you kind of run out of options for really... <laughs> something new and exciting <laughs> yeah i could see the, i could see that if it was in your neighborhood yeah like if it was that'd be like so great like oh man what a great dog park but to load up the dog like you're going to disneyland yeah the dog right. ain't gonna you know like two minutes after it leaves the park it won't remember it right right yeah. right <laughs> it seems yeah I, I don't have the budget for for my dog to make it but Kayla, do you I have say, a dog i do she's old now she oh yeah, yeah old border collie Oh, border collies are the smartest dogs going, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she always knows when I leave and I forget to pick up a cat dish. Wow, she's on it. <laughs> That's what she uses her brains for. Well, right. this is interesting because I heard border collies can are good at detecting disease. Did you get any um, uh, feedback from the dog when you when you were found well, that? Yeah, when I was drinking a lot, she'd stare at me like I had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do anything with cancer. Can't uh, but, but I did. I, I talked about this on issues. Is is we have a, a a smallish yard, but it's we're in the hills, and I had a lot of male cats come around. Like when I had cancer, just neighborhood cats would come around. <laughs> like everybody wants to get a sniff of it. Wow. Uh, I don't know. It's just like I've seen. I saw like four or five cats I haven't seen since. Wow. When I had can- cancer, they were just showing up on the back deck. Wow. Hmm. So, Kara, in case you're not aware, uh, just in like December of only like four months ago or something, Andy was diagnosed with cancer uh, and underwent uh, surgery for it in January. We did a platathon for him, and now he's uh, he's somewhat cancer free. I mean, the the report coming back cancer free. He's doing the chemo now and doing the chemo, and I'm two two months for two months plus uh, since surgery. Wow! So, and they took they gutted me. Like, like if you've seen any like fucking slasher movies, you you go, God damn it, Jason, what are you doing? You know, that's what I'm like. I'm split all the way down. And they removed Ooh. organs. And uh, but I uh, yeah, I feel like I'm a human again here. Uh, well, two yeah. months wow. later. You look good. Wow. You sound like your old self. You definitely uh, you don't seem like uh, you're you're beaten down by the disease. So that's, a, that's and a- the chemotherapy is is you know isn't isn't kicking my. I mean it's it's not fun, but it's not uh, the worst thing ever. And no 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 yeah no nauseousness or losing. Your I've head. had I've had a little bit of I throw up occasionally, but not like every day or anything. Uh, mm. So I look I and when I I look like one of the healthier people at the cancer is <laughs> yeah no it's like a, it's do. like stan hope's joke about that uh, being the prettiest waitress at denny's 
Uh, when I walk out of chemotherapy, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I'm like youthful and shit. Like I'm, I'm new cancer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, th- this is probably a humble brag, but I got this port and, uh, when they put the needle, they do, they put shit in there. I, I look away, but, uh, the last two times I've been in there, they've remarked at how tight my port is. <laughs> like, okay that's cool <laughs> it, hurts a, it, it hurts a little more they go yeah to the it'll 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 start loosening up but it's just very tight right now I'm like oh cool you know that's yeah uh, you, you mentioned belly fat though and do, you don't seem like the kind of guy that has a lot of belly fat i know i i have you know needles if we, belly fat is the uh is the uh, prerequisite to doing it well? I can. I'm well conditioned to well, take a needle. <laughs> I think about like uh, somebody like Joe Rogan trying to puncture his, you oh, know, yeah, probably yeah, washboard yeah. abs. It would take yeah. some work, <laughs> but I just have, you know, it's like a, a like a little bit of Jello, and I, and poke that needle right in there, and it's a, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I was like, uh, I thought I was going to have problems with it every single time, and now I'm just like, you know, I wish I could tie off an arm and. And put a needle in there or something, uh, uh, but uh, tight you know. Port Andrews, <laughs> yeah, <cat's going>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and they go, and I was like, uh, I haven't been showering with the the thing, and they go, well, you don't, yeah, it's probably better not to because that line leads right to your heart. Oh, so it's like I hate to be taking a long shower and then just oh. fucking wash my heart out, drown in my own wow. fluids. How so, long do you have the port for? Six months, or uh, well. Yeah, six okay. months. Uh, so just like sponge baths? Or? Well, no, only when I so when I do chemo, I sit in a chair and then I come home with this thing hanging mm. on there that does chemo for two more days. And then oh. after that gets taken off, then I shower again. Has so, to be a way wow, to mon- wow. has to be a way to monetize this. Uh, Some people, if you had a spout, uh, like I could have somebody on the other side of the shower hold my chemo ball. But I, mm. I don't, I don't mind stinking for a few days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the, and the stuff that's being pumped into me, you know. Yeah, probably you, not. Uh, if you get a uh, another visit like you had from recently, no, you want to no. stink. You want to stink as much as possible yeah. to scare that person away. Yeah, uh, you don't oh, realize. No. I had James Inman uh, show up at my place, and <laughs> if you even heard him for a minute, you'll understand. And it is like. It was just ill, you know. He said he was going to do it. I didn't believe that he could make it on his own, you know, by on his own, you know, like the guy. How is he going to rent a car? How's he going to just things seemed impossible. So yeah. when he actually showed up at my house, I just, even though I knew it was coming, I just wasn't prepared for it. And, right. uh, and I was still like uh, on the other, you know, I was still more weak and unable to put up. I can't put up with shit, is one of the side effects of chemotherapy. <laughs> Like, I can't be put out of my place. I can't be, you know, uh, I can't hear a long lecture or anything. Right. <laughs> like, uh, and then I had James Inman yelling in my ear on my podcast for a fucking hour or two hours. Well, wow. I, it was really compelling radio, but I understand that it, you guys were all suffering for it. But, uh, you know, from from just a, a public, like, it's a train wreck. You can't look away. It was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. But um recently i've like um you know i was defending james when people would gang gang up on him and and come back at him for a long time but i i just i what what, i i've known the guy for years what i don't what i get annoyed with is he's he's he he, he, yeah can't control himself 
Yeah. It's like, dude, you know, like, let's talk. We we're talking about meditation, talking about stuff. And he's at this asking questions. And then he gets on the fucking podcast and he's like over the top yelling. And then, then that carries on later. And it's mm. like, uh, you know, it's like, don't you, can't you return back down to that thing? You know, back to the, he, he just can't, you know, there's no Inside impulse control. Inside yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even take him downstairs to meet my wife or, you know, it's like, yeah, there's this guy, he's upstairs. And then it's like, you know, he, I like, he's just gross. Like, you know, he chews <laughs> and uh, like, you know, I'm keeping this room clean. I'm going through chemo. I wipe down the counters. I got to do injections. So everything's clean. This guy's got a big chaw of tobacco in. I bring him a plate of food so he doesn't go downstairs. So I bring him a plate of food and he gets up from the deck. So I'm going to, I want to serve him out there so he won't spill in the house won't fucking drop it for the dog and then he gets the i hand it to him he gets up and runs through my room into the bathroom and then <laughs> tries to put the chew in the toilet but he puts it all over the side of the toilet so i'm what I'm going, oh there's about 25 <laughs> minutes of cleanup and then wow. and then and then he goes and he's dropping food and he goes out and sits on the deck and and just makes a, a fucking mess of that too but it's like <laughs> You know, it's like you just fucking, you know, you just like threw up on my toilet bowl and didn't even say, I'll, I'll get that later. You know, and he wouldn't and he wouldn't have. That's that's the thing is he wouldn't have gotten it later, neither. I know. Wow. And then, yeah. well, and this, this was on me, but then he created just by him being here. My my bathroom counter was a mess and I don't I don't fucking like clutter. And and, and me too. I had a yeah. And I had a Gatorade. Uh, open blue and and i'm and it spilled and i don't blame inman it was me i spilled it but i went on a rant that would have made anybody uncomfortable and want to leave your place but i was like blaming myself and i call myself cunt you stupid fuckhead and every you know every hateful way to talk to yourself and inman's just sitting in the chair and i can't because it, it's just spilling and it's seeping all over i got medicines and shit and needle you know it's just shit and it's just until i got it all contained i was swearing and just going off and then inman just sitting there and he didn't he didn't offer to help or wow. anything like that but uh uh I was, uh, that's okay. It was uh, that kind of visit, you know, I freaked that he was annoying. I freaked out. And then, uh, and then he kind of, uh, so I want him to leave cause he's got a long, you know, he, he's going to stay. He says till two in the morning and it's like eight o'clock at night and I'm already just, <laughs> I can't fucking have it. And, uh, and, and, and so after I went, he, so I'm watching TV and he's over in this chair and then he just kind of gets up and then he's standing over here. So then I move pillows and then I'm laying next to him. It's like, oh, oh fuck no. God. And he's got these big old fucking smelly work socks on. And yeah. he, he, he dresses like a guy who does construction and he has the same outfit he's for years. He wears he the same clothes every yeah. day forever. Forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> and, and now this museum quality outfit is right next to me on the bed. <laughs> And he he's messing with the remote control, talking over, and uh, and then I went downstairs and was like, you know, and I looked in a mirror and I realized, I'm I'm a sick man, and I'm not I can't I can't have I got to get rid of this motherfucker. So I was I was just preparing my speech about you know like man I think you got to uh, head out of here and get ahead of the traffic you know and all that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and when I came up, he was like, I think I'm gonna go. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, yeah, yeah. So uh, 
you know, like that's when I gave I gave him a hug, <laughs> like oh, when he was leaving. Uh, you know, I walked him out. I gave him, you know, because he was leaving. You know, because there's, you know, I couldn't have done that if he hadn't uh, wasn't out in the driveway. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was like a, it was like a, 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 a hug that you keep a little distance or whatever. But I was, I was yeah. glad to see him, but I was more glad that he was, you know, it was over because I hadn't well, had a visitor, and that was my, you know, now I don't want him anymore. Any more yeah. visitors? You know, when I first saw you post a picture that he was there, I thought that's nice of James. But then it occurred to me that it's just this is just he's you exploiting his friend's cancer to get on a podcast he's been dying to get on for two years, and this is the only reason he was really there was all about fulfilling his dream of being on issues with Andy. That's well, I got I got to say that the visit felt pretty empty. Yeah, like um, I would think of like you know any other number of friends who I would catch up with during that time, but it was just like with James, it's just like kind of you're doing damage control. But he does mm. he, he asks questions, but they're not real personal. Like I have uh, uh, Willie Nilly sent me this. Uh, 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 Marty Schalder sent me a a copper mailbox, which I just set out on a table outside, and James goes, "What's in the mailbox?" It's like, well, one, it's none of your business, but hey, how's right. the can how's the chemo going? Are you yeah. doing okay, buddy? Yeah. Or whatever. Right. But that's how he asks like Asperger's questions. They're specific to his interest. And it's like, what what I have mouse bait in there for no good reason, James. And he goes, Really? And he opens it. Yes, that's you know, it's like like I might be hiding cocaine in there or something. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, so, I suggest the next time you you have to get together with him, you choose a public place. Right, I got along great with him. That closes at 8 p.m. Well, the one of the best visits I had with him was in Vegas by a poolside. Like mm. he's over here, we both have our cocktails, right. and you know, and then uh, he had his own room. Like that's a good <laughs> visit with James, you right. know, because everybody gives him shit. He gets worked up, and he's kind of fun to to see uh and all that but then you don't want to go you know like on a road trip with that energy for no. sure no uh well I'm we all know him. someone like that yeah you're talking about me yep i think she a little I bit. Think is perfectly implied here <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm like james inman with cleaner clothes i uh, i did i did well i don't know if i made this promise to james on something and hopefully he won't remember but i said james if i recover from this let's go out and we'll do a gig out with mind dog out in uh new york and he was you know but i thought at that point i was dying oh my gosh <laughs> like i made a lot of promises when i was like before surgery it's like i'm not gonna live through this shit so yeah let's do the unbookables reunion tour <laughs> yeah crash crash billy wayne's gig on uh on, on may 15th by the way you can put in hashtag uh hashtag bw dog uh all capital bwdog with the hashtag on it to win uh to go see billy wayne in brooklyn on may 15th so we'll run mm. that contest at the end of the week we didn't get any people from brooklyn to, to check this out did you you and told me yesterday you gonna... is, and stanhope will be there soon right uh i'm seeing stanhope next week uh -huh. and, and sony hall uh going with the cat and steve from from uh oh nice yeah, yeah yeah um I have heard uh, from Paul Provenza that Doug is building a set. Like Paul said, I've only seen him when he's had his set. You know, like while Doug's working on it, he lets the you know the audience knows he's working on it. Right. So it's like you know it. Uh, but what I saw him do a, a 
before the pandemic was like, holy hell, this is just the best I've ever seen him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he, I think he's kind of uh, moved on some uh, from that material, never recorded it, and uh, is starting with new stuff. Wow. So, Kira, I'll let you go. I know we've, we've over, well, uh, kept your stay here. We're, we're gonna. Did we get, we, is there any more happy news? Did, uh, you got more? more happy news for later. You want to do it now? Want to do another happy news now? You got something? Anything really happy? Like that dog park did not make us happy. It made us confused. All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I the happy am, news that was that you were out lady jacking. Yeah, but too close to the, to the house, it sounds like. I live in an apartment complex, so there's one bush that divides <laughs> the, the complex. Yeah, yeah. So, you gotta, you definitely oh, got to put more distance between you and uh, the neighbors. Oh, my God. Right. Well, next time, your maybe whole, I'll climb the tree. Your whole complex is out there with binoculars today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got, I got a, a, a bunch of articles. Um, I was going to save this Harry Potter one for later. Okay, this makes me happy. Because I like Harry Potter. I don't know if you guys like Harry Potter. I do. I enjoy the Potter. All right, good. My my daughter went through the whole thing, so I, uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, yes. I'm not going to. Well, okay, fine. When Harry Potter first came out, we were the same age. So it was like a thing. Like every Mm -hmm. year when the the Harry Potter movie came out, we we got another year older together. So. Wow, you were Harry? Me and Harry. All right. Isn't that crazy? All right. Goodnewsnetwork.org. According to goodnewsnetwork.org, let's see. I lost my place now. Forget Harry Potter's cloak. A real-life invisibility shield is now taking orders. Um, Well, this will come in handy. I've seen it. The invisibility shield. Now, you have? Speaking of nature jacking, yes, there's videos on it where this guy, this guy who developed it, is going around, and you really can't see the guy behind it, and it, it looks like you see right through him. It's unbelievable. But for no nature way. jacking, you don't have yeah. to go out in the woods now. You could do it in a, uh, a apartment complex <laughs> parking lot, and nobody would know you were there. I, I, Unless I prefer- they walked around you, then they. I prefer instead of a cloak of invisibility, you just go to the beach. And there's all these berms and grass and little little things, and then that's where you go. That's your cloak of invisibility. Is the only thing that can see me is a satellite dish. <laughs> You're on Google Earth. <laughs> Google Google Earth, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably on some Google Earth, but yeah, oh, we got to so. check that out. Go, look on the Oregon coast for uh, you know, just check all the beaches, but rocks especially. He likes rocks. We know. I like plover oh, breeding from, areas, but they don't like. Yeah, from Oregon. Wow, yep. I've always I, wanted to visit there. I, I heard it's beautiful. The beaches are lovely. Wow. Uh, yep. It's like uh, the, the California beaches minus the people. Right. Wow. Oh, know, that sounds it, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been to California, but I've heard about the people. Never been to yeah. California? No, I haven't been much of anywhere. Wow. Just, you you know, Long Island, like, Florida. Long Island. Say that again. Long Island. Long Island. That's what I thought you said. Yeah. No wonder Jackie Martin thinks bad. you're your brand dresser. Talk like that. All right, get it, get yeah, out of here with your happy news. Come back, uh, come back later. Thank I'll you. Have nice to, find to meet more you. News. Nice to meet right. you. Keep All on, right. uh, keep on the nature trail. <laughs> I will do my best.
happy 20 minutes. I got to that shorten that intro and outro bit. That's just too that, long. That's uh, it reminds me of music I hear at uh, one of the Disneyland theme parks where it's like you're waiting for a ride and it's just almost it's like you want to punch somebody in the face at, at some point. <laughs> so it's not happy news. It's get me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happy is though. It's just happy is just somebody's version of what other people are like ready to punch somebody in the face for yeah. like that dog park. Like, you know, there's probably some group that's like, you know, we could have fed a hundred children for this fucking dog slide or whatever. Sugar Cat Loaf says, I like Kiara's new intro. It's it's happier. Well, we're going to keep refining it until we get it right. So that was an attempt. Believe it or not, that took me like hours yesterday to fucking get that right. And it's still not happy with it. But yeah, I think Andy's right. That music does make me want to punch somebody. And well, it's, yeah, it's it's like it's it, maybe it's because of that ride in the California Adventure that it's just redundantly that bubble kind of shit. I don't know exactly, but uh, like stuff that makes other people happy is is not necessarily some, like I I don't know. I tried to watch I watched Jackass uh, on uh, Paramount last night, and I didn't la- I wasn't I didn't find it funny. Like I'm. Did you I, watch I mean, the original? Did you amusing. think the originals were funny? The original stuff. I didn't really get into the originals, but I—I uh, I mean, I saw them. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a, a lot of people like that. It's just—it's like I don't want to see that guy's anus again. Yeah, uh, they're like you know, and uh, and and it just seemed kind of like you know. I'm culturally like, on the outside. Outskirts yeah, they, I thought there was something wrong with me because I've never never been a fan of the show. And Johnny Knoxville, I think, has been funny a couple of times on late night talk shows. But other than that, I just I never got the appeal of that. And I thought yeah. something wrong with me. It just it just seems like uh, well, they're one, they're too old. They're, it's like 20 years later or whatever. So some of them, you know, the main dudes will just take a, a punch in the nuts or something, but they got some other freaks. They got a big heavy dude who's slight. And it's just like, it just feels like, you know, it doesn't, right. it's not funny. <laughs> no, uh, I, people are going to hate me for this because it's, uh, you know, but I maybe I'm just uh, in a bad place where I don't want to see other people's anuses for a while. Yeah, no, I think think that's a good place, not a bad place. Uh, Anytime Mm -hmm. you don't, especially men's anuses. But even, I got to say, you know, unless a woman bleaches back, (laughs) it could be a a really uh, unsettling experience. uh, Yeah, maybe like lighting a fart on, is you know, like maybe their premise of their show hasn't grown with the audience. Yeah. Yeah, because now their audience is all middle-aged and stuff, just like they are. And it, it, that's a young person's uh, game. Right. They, that... should, they should be doing, like, milking their prostate or, you know, age-appropriate. Like, you know, uh, uh, eat eat as much cheese as you can and, and, then, uh, be, and then do laxatives or, you know, something that would be more age-appropriate. Uh, <laughs> which guy can fill up his diaper the fastest? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not there yet, thank God. Yeah. I'm I'm getting there. I mean, come on. I'm it's it's not that long down the road. I mean, you no, know, but I I mean, I'm kind of like uh, embracing my uh my short life expectancy to go cool. Like I'll, I'll check if I check out at 62, 63, and that's given myself a little extra time on top of what they gave me, but then it's like you know, I might just escape some of the most embarrassing uh, years of humanity, uh, the human experience. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice. Don't don't cut Gary I, Busey. Well, yeah, no, because I was sure I was gonna die at 54. 
I was absolutely positive I was going to die at 54. And then when I turned 55, it's just like, oh, shit, I didn't expect to live this long. So that kind of don't count on it. Yeah. Don't count on those numbers. It's not a guarantee. You could end up living to 85, 90, and all of a sudden you'd be like, fuck, I thought I was cutting out at 62. Yeah. Well, the one thing I kind of want to do with it, though, is to go, all right, well, that's that's somebody's, you know, that's a scientific opinion on what what I've got. So, you know, I should maybe maybe step it up a little bit. No doubt about it. That's what I did. I was, you know, when I was getting close to 54, I was, you know, jumping out of planes, wrestling alligators, all that kind of stuff. Uh, But (laughs) uh, I didn't have to do that. Right. You could have waited a year. I could still be waiting. I I think (laughs) after seeing enough of those like Joe exotic shows, I think what I would rather do than wrestle an alligator is wrestle an uh, alligator handler. Or a guy, not not maybe a handler, but like a new employee at one of the animal parks would be more like I'll yeah. fight this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the animals got to put put up with enough shit, so let me fight the guy with one arm that feeds it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, to, changing the gears just a little bit here. Uh, issues with Andy. Now it comes out today. You're recording those the day before you go to chemo, not the day after. We're we're working on that. We don't. I don't like to do the ones that we because I, I go to chemo on Tuesday and we record on Monday. And sometimes the news cycle is just you know brutal. Like you know we're talking about Chris Rock, or, so it's like you know. I uh, ideally we are uh, going to try to record a little closer to the release date. Yeah. So we, you know, but like, uh, yeah, usually we're do we're working around my chemo, and People I feel still like talking it's kind of that Chris Rock thing anyway. I mean, that's never gonna yeah. die. That story's gonna be around forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I mean, we didn't cover anything that hadn't been covered by thousands of people uh, uh, since then, or you know, uh, right. because we did. It was we recorded the day after, and it was just like, oh, you know, what else do you talk about? Uh, the war in Ukraine that's played out, man. But this Will Smith slap, that's going to stay with us for a while. Historians are going to look back and go, what was Will thinking, man? Oh, yeah, that that was during the Ukraine thing. Maybe he was upset about something going on there. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a hard thing to figure out beyond the, all the things that everybody else has talked about. I did see some point where Jada was actually uh, – Talk, talking about how she loved her bald head and all right. some clips of that stuff. I just think she might be evil. It, I, it I, just, yeah, you just look at, I mean, the way, like, he didn't thank her during his speech. Like, you know, it's a, it's a, re, it's a toxic, dysfunctional couple. They just haven't come to terms with that. Uh, but just that whole thing, it's just like, it, it was no reflection on Chris Rock or his joke. He, he ad-libbed or anything other than they're dysfunctional and toxic swingers that uh oh no he didn't you know like he he stood up and it was just it was it just yeah it was a poor reflection on what what they must be as a couple uh you know and chris rock handled it like you know like i can't imagine any too many other people being able to stand there go with it not react not throw a punch not uh, uh yell angry shit he uh he took a comic comedic beat uh, slap uh didn't uh and then moved on and and that's what saved the oscar show because if he would have thrown a punch 
uh, a melee ensues, all these white guys oh. piling on Bradley, you know, it's, it's, it's a shit show of all shit shows. And because Chris Rock is a cool motherfucker, he took that slap and let it go uh and didn't even press charges which is yeah. stupid that he would even have to press charges because the whole world saw the assault so the police should have arrested him uh taking him out of there for assault it shouldn't right. have been you up don't to have, uh you don't have to, to press dis- charges in that situation no, absolutely yeah, yeah. um uh, i gotta say this well, uh, there's two things that i have to say here first of all i agree that he he was very cool uh, in in his uh, recovery from that, but it would have been great to me if he was like really like a martial artist or something and started coming and like kicked uh, Will Smith in the ribs and they had to take Will Smith to the hospital. And then when the award came, uh, well, skeptic award for Will Smith because he's in the hospital is <laughs> his wife Jada. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that been cool. But, oh. <laughs> yeah, but his his whole thing when he won though, it's just like it told you how dysfunctional his he's he's crying saying he's a vessel of love he's he's with the church of scientology so that's another fucking level of weird so he gives this speech about protecting co-stars in a movie like that's weird you know it's like uh if uh, bob saget had been protecting the olsen twins for years like (laughs) you know he says he's protecting he didn't say anything about his wife not a not a word like some of the great speeches tom hanks about his wife like will smith just gets up slaps a dude and then 20 minutes later he doesn't even acknowledge the woman that he uh you know was protecting yeah so i got a comedian waiting to come in but he's show it looks like his uh his camera is filming his ceiling fan right now i'm not sure if he's ready you want uh, no it's not inman you want can you hang out with us for a while longer or me yeah 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 Yeah. i'm just i I, i'm doing nothing i've got a i've got to wait for my needle to warm up well, he just faded to black, so I don't think he's quite ready. Oh, he's in for on another uh, instance now. There he is. Uh, let me let me bring him in. T.J. Black is a comedian out of, I believe, Canton, Georgia. Let's welcome him in and meet him. Oh, he's all black. Oh, something wrong with your camera there, T.J.? Hello. I see it there. I, I, I don't see T.J., but I see where I T.J. will be. I know, and I see it in the... There, oh, there he is. is. How are you? Can you hear Hello, us okay? TJ. Yeah, it looks like you got maybe a Wi-Fi connection problem. Anyway, that's 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 Andy over there. Down there. Yeah, may, maybe you're going to work with uh, some... Uh, yeah, no, we got wi- Wi-Fi issues. Me? Maybe. I can hear him a little better you. there. How are you? Yeah. He's... You sound like you're doing a, a re- impression of a retarded person. Yes, like me. You sound like me. In other words, he's trying to but, say uh, <laughs> me- mentally hand there. I think it's. He, I think I saw something change there. TJ, can you hear us? No, mm-hmm. you got to work on your connection, TJ. If you can work on uh, connectivity and come yeah, back, we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, we hear you now. Are you okay? No, we're on too far a delay. I'm sorry, yeah. this, this yeah, ain't working out. You, yeah, you're good. But maybe you're like, are you are you just really high? <laughs> that could be like. Oh no, you're on like a a like a a forty second delay or something, which is not going to work out. Like, uh, we'd have. No, yeah. this this is just my actual actual voice. I've uh, I've uh, Oh no. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're gonna have to we're gonna oh, have to try this another so time when you have better connection. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but if he does sound like that, I mean, you know, uh, it'd be really hard to do a stand up uh-huh. like that. <laughs> well, uh, Chris Fonseca does. Who have you ever heard of Chris Fonseca? No. He did a bunch of uh, like he was on Letterman back in the day, and I don't know what his specific disease is but he's pretty he he's a really good writer uh and and he makes you listen which is is kind of like the opposite of most comedy shows where they don't really you know have to dig in like you have to really dive in and try to understand what chris fonseca is saying and uh and then you'll get some good jokes in there uh uh, i think he's gotten maybe progressively harder to understand but uh i think he's still doing comedy that's and, uh, that's really difficult, man. And as hard as you know, as much as I would want to be supportive of somebody like that, it's like uh, you know, it's hard. Right. It's like well, Bruce Willis. He says he can't act because it's like you know, if you're a comedian and it's hard to to be understood, and and uh, that's that's got to be the biggest hurdle ever. But yeah. Fonseca's, you know, he's kind of back in the day when he was drinking. You know, he'd almost he'd fall out of his wheelchair some. Uh, but he uh, got sober and he's, you know, I'm sure he's still at it. He's a Denver comic who, you know, he, he, I don't know how many times he was on Letterman, but Letterman had him on a few times. Uh, and uh, he did pretty, you know, pretty well with it, but it's, uh, it's really That's hard for me to understand him. Pretty amazing that he got that far because Letter- Letterman is, was a very uh, sought after, you know. Uh-huh. Thing. Yeah, it was uh he, it was a big credit for him. Yeah. Wow. That's really sad. Well, and you know, it, I don't know what that how, even. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that he was never not handicapped when he was doing comedy. So it's like right. Sean Roush. You'd, you'd see Sean Roush and go, well, that's sad or whatever. But that's why Sean was the way he was. Right. He, he was uh, uh, in pain a lot. And then and he was one of the funniest. I never people. saw Sean live. I've only seen him on tape. Was was he angry? Because I'm seeing no. a lot of uh, disabled comedians now. No, he, just have I a mean, chip he, on their shoulder. He was dark, but I don't. I, I wouldn't classify him as angry. He was always like uh, gent, gentle, like you know, like he he'd be all hung over in the morning, and I'd go get him a Gatorade and open it for him, and put a pipe under his face so he could smoke marijuana, and uh, he's. You know, he, I think he was, uh, used to being in agony, so he didn't take it, didn't seem to take it out on anyone around him. Like, you know, yeah, like some more my dad and more the, the, the comedians today that are dealing with, with the uh, physical challenges and stuff like that, they just seem to have this chip on their shoulder, like they're angry for other people who don't have their condition, you know, right. Yeah. And Sean just, yeah, he, like, you'd hear him coming up the hallway and he was in pain, but he didn't sit down at the breakfast and go, God, I'm just, fucking can't you know he didn't he didn't burden me with any of his his uh, stuff i just could see you know i was uh, aware of how much agony sean was in on a regular yeah Uh, uh, he directed his anger towards darkness uh that came back in the bath like that tsunami bit or uh he he just had such a, a a bunch of material that was just hard i don't think anybody could pick it up and and run with it like sean would could like they could get away with it you know yeah yeah like he had a bit about the amazing that he uh, like that show the amazing race but the amazing racist and uh, all the you know the little pieces of it it was like wow if somebody else was doing that they might be in trouble 
Right, yeah. So good for him, man. And sorry for for his loss, and I'm sure you miss him. Uh, you know, I would have loved to to have been able to see him live. You know, because some of the stuff I see, I crack up. Especially, I don't know whose idea it was whether it was Junior's idea or his idea. The 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 dummy thing it was. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh that was God. That, yeah, that was that. Just kind of fell together. I think Sean had been a, a ventriloquist dummy before. And uh, Junior did that impression of uh, Bill Bill Burr, so I think it just kind of fell together. Maybe Stan Hope orchestrated it, but uh, yeah, that was that was a highlight for sure. <laughs> Junior carries Sean over his shoulder, you know, <laughs> yeah. and Sean Sean never tried to lip sync, you know. He he was like a discombobulated uh, puppet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, somebody brought up Otto and George was talking about puppets the other day, and somebody was, like, thinking, like, Otto and George was, like, one of the uh, top acts ever. And I was like, no, I, I'm not to speak bad about the dead, but what I know of Otto and George, he was, like, a local hack. And I remember we worked at my friend's club, and he had to actually hire a guy to drive him for a 75-gig drive from New Jersey to Long Island, after Eastern Long Island for $75 with tolls and gas. He ended up making $35 and had to split that with the driver. Yeah. And, and we thought he was overpaid at that. Well, I think he, I think he was a, a, I don't think I'm speaking out of school. I think he enjoyed the crack. And uh, I think yeah, that no. probably uh, made him a little, you know, like the dummy probably had to be the responsible one at some of the gigs. Uh, yeah, well, I, I remember, uh, there was a gig where, uh, he showed up at the place, the upper dock and there were black people sitting up front oh, and no. my, the manager <laughs> said, listen, don't go off on, on the N word. Right. And don't, don't start getting racist and stuff. And he said, okay, no problem. And as soon as he started the act, the, the dummy just looked at the, like, Hey, who brought the N word? And, like, mm -hmm. and just like, <laughs> yeah. And one after another, it's just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy. I mean, I, he, he had some envelopes he pushed. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, like I, I saw him in Chicago at a comedy festival. And I thought it was amazing, but but he just ripped on me, you know, like, oh, you guys drinking your bottled water, you think you're getting development deals, and and uh, you know, it was like like there was a certain amount of venom that came out of that guy that was, uh, you know, yeah. whether whether it was the minorities that, uh, in front that they said, hey man, don't don't talk about, uh, not even my, you know, there's there's black people, they're not minorities, they're they're you know, but uh, <laughs> don't talk about them, or you know, you're at a comedy festival. And you just rip the heart, you know. But I thought it was funny because I, I, I wasn't really one of the one thinking I was getting a development deal drinking bottled water. But uh, I was certainly enjoying watching that, you know, because it was just like, what is this little fucking puppet going to say that could be more hurtful? <laughs> And and the guy, uh, he was really quiet and shy when it, it, what the puppet was the the one with. with yeah, the, the puppet was the racist. <laughs> How would you like to have a, a, a such a racist partner that can't fight? You know, you go uh, yeah. to the gigs and uh, yeah, you don't want to fight me. You want to fight my puppet, man. <laughs> Well, Billy Wayne had a bit on, uh, uh, speaking of uh, BW Dog, hashtag BW Dog, he had a bit about puppets, a puppet, racist puppet, and I thought he was talking about uh, Otto and George. It turned out he was talking about, uh, what's his name? Peanut. Dunham. Yeah, Dunham. Yeah, yeah Dunham's uh, softball's racism. Yeah. 
with the uh, with the Muslim stuff, right? But he doesn't. Well, do there's the Mexican. Uh, there's the chili on a stick. Oh yeah, on a stick. Uh, there's. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't watch his, uh, that level of comedy. Or I mean, what like I, if if I were just seeing Jeff Dunham in a small theater and he wasn't famous, I could probably watch his act. But the fact that he's such a wealthy fucking man from having such a shitty act insanely wealthy like yeah. I, I i can't believe he's that successful uh, and i think it's what he does is basically for i'm sorry i do if, if i could go back well i don't know i mean it's not my sensibilities but if i could go back and just be a cynical fuck i'd do a christian puppet act and just i'd be the richest motherfucker ever you know <laughs> There's no regulation. Churches can just rob people. They can, they can put. I mean, they, they can get away with everything. So it's like you know, and oh and a lot God. of the comedy skills would be the same as you know uh, being a preacher, uh, like you know, be the Mister Rogers and then just live the life of fucking cocaine and whores on the side. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of that, the I uh, used now. I know. Uh, we don't like to get too political here, but it seems the GOP is not only uh, admitting that they have some kind of problem, like what they've been accusing them of Madison Cawthorn and especially. Oh, yeah, the orgies. Come, yeah, orgies and stuff. But now other guys are coming out and verifying it. And Alex Jones came out yesterday and said he's been invited to somebody's pedophile cocaine orgies. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> you, what you've been accusing other people of. Right. For the last few years, now you're admitting that goes on in your tribe, and like nobody's going to give you any shit about it. Right. Well, the thing the thing is, is like you know, politics right now. There's no check on like the Republicans won't put a check on themselves. So it's like if you're outraged about like say Matt Gatz, he's a child accused of all this shit, and they won't. He hasn't been arrested. Or it's like shouldn't the GOP say we don't want you on here? And but they don't have any fucking shame anymore. So it's like you, you're. It, it feels like oh, I'm I'm getting all political, but no, fuck them. They're a bunch of Nazis that won't check themselves, and they're completely uh, jump the shark. You got you know Madison Cawthorn riding around there. You know, like he could still eat pussy at a orgy. He's acting like the, you know they invited him. He didn't go. You probably went to a couple. Yeah. You know how would he or, know? How would he know they were orgies unless he went there? Yeah. I mean, because they don't say you want to come to an orgy. They say you want to come to a party. You and, don't know it's an orgy until you get there and see and, people fucking. And, and given the people that are doing the fucking, I think it probably should be classified as a gangbang because they probably have some hapless fucking victim or three or uh, uh, some professionals or whatever or some underagers. But it's, you know, to say orgy, it means it, it's like a big consensual thing. Yeah. You know, that everybody's like wearing masks and stuff. Uh, or whatever but it's just it's it's probably i mean if roger stone is involved in your orgy how could it not leave a filthy sticky you know uh something <laughs> i know you i know. mean some of these people are so disgustingly sleazy that i, I can't imagine that how some people just don't see past that some and people it, are, are fully into it yeah if you get fingered by ted cruz wouldn't you just go right to the <laughs> national Enquirer and talk about it you know, you know, people it. forgot about Ted Cruz. He he uh, he was into that woman who does uh, uh, like incest porn. 
because uh, he got caught like liking her. Oh stuff yeah, on, <laughs> remember, there's, remember the chick who looks? There's a woman who looked just like Ted Cruz, and I think she did porn for a second. <laughs> I, I try, maybe I'm blocking that out of my head, but I know that there was a female who looked just like Ted Cruz, and I think she went and tried to capitalize on it. That's Grandpa Grandpa Munster. I know, I know. <laughs> it's not a good look. Oh man, how, uh, no! I can't imagine anybody even downloading that porn for free. But I, I, I hope I get you know. I hope that like a Woodward or somebody does a book on you know, it's like the real fucking scoop on these guys because like I want to you know they're so gross and they're they're so far over the top. And they're trying to overthrow the government, but it's like what? How many dicks does Marjorie Green have in her fucking ass at one time? Wow, that, you know, or like the kinks of these people. I mean, they're, they're obviously fucking weird. So it's yeah. like, what do they do behind the scenes? You know, yeah. Lorraine Bobert or da- her husband showing his dick at a bowling alley to underage girls. She, you know, it's 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 got to be way cooler than uh, uh, than the way they are. <laughs> you know, yeah. not no, not knowing it about them. Uh, I think knowing it about them would make them a little more like, ooh, okay, they're gross politically they're fucked but man is she a fucking you know no i could definitely see and i'll probably uh get you know turn some people off with this but i could definitely see that lorena barbett uh at a bachelor party uh being passed around like she she seems like um she's had a past she yeah. seems because she just reminds me of a woman i know that you know they they had you know something uh going on enough to attract men but oh, to yeah of... it almost it almost be worth getting a job because she has a, owns a bar in rifle colorado right. it almost be worth getting a job there just to you know to because you get the whole story they all i think that it's a place where they open carry yeah so like the, the waitress comes over with a, a pistol on her side and takes <laughs> your wings order you know and, uh, fucking bizarros you know it the, totally is um so, uh, you uh, are you planning on doing anything before your chemo's up, or you have to wait for chemo to be up? Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm doing, I'm, I'm starting to think about what I'm going to do, like August uh, later. Or my daughter's wedding's in October, so I'm kind of like, you know, up until that point, I think I'm going to start doing. Uh, if I can find friends that are, you know, I want to do guest spots for friends that are doing good shows. I don't want to go around and do open mics and, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and that shit. So I'm going to ask maybe a few favors when I, when I feel like, I, I think I'll probably wait till chemo's done though. Cause uh, it's uh it weakens the system and, uh, and all that I'll get on the other side mid August and maybe start doing guest spots. Your birthday's in August, right? Yep. August 19th. And I'm gearing up. I mean, I'm hoping to gear up for a bigger, better uh, uh desert experience if we do that again wow. and uh I'm, I, i've heard that you're not allowed to invite people like me next time well the, the <laughs> thing is is like there's a huge uh camping area that we don't utilize that if people wanted to come in you know like say we do it that way and and open it up and have like a big saturday night show people could show up get a camping spot car sleep or just stay up all night or whatever and then you know and then you know it wouldn't be like this huge expense of uh, renting the cabins and all there's tents you know like and and places you can rent and stuff but i'd like to just like do a uh, like a big one or like you know uh, a like field of dreams cars showing up for this one night event two night event yeah. and then, uh but you know i'm i'm weak and in chemo chemo mode and i don't know you know uh 
but I think we are talking about uh, definitely doing that and maybe pushing it to November. Wow. Is, is the weather okay in November out there? In Death Valley it is if you, you know, you get into, uh, but you don't fly, right? Well, no, I will fly. COVID has got me not flying. Yeah. yeah. So like Vegas, Vegas to, to where this spot is, is about a, a two hour drive. And I doubt that there'd be any inclement, you know, yeah. anything that uh, would prevent getting from Vegas to there. My, my wife tricked me into not going to the last one. First of all, she said, when I booked a room there, she said uh, she she had some medical procedure that she didn't want to go alone, so I had to cancel it. And then as soon as I canceled the, the room, she she uh, moved her medical procedure back. Like, you would just want not want me to go. And everybody was telling me, you can't drive across country at your age. Right. I, I yeah. Well, it. Uh, I mean, it is... Uh... I mean, you know, it is a learning curve. And last year, it definitely felt like, okay. I mean, the first year we did it, it was like, you know, we're all dipping into the same bag of Molly. Yeah. It's like, we're doing exactly, you know, like, remember how the fear was at that point? Wash your hands. And then we're all dipping a finger in the same bag. It's like, okay, I guess, you know, and it's like, a, you know, it's still out there. It's still and, killing and people. And at but. that time, the last party that you had, there was this whole scare about every, all the drugs were going to be spiked by with with fentanyl right. or other shit. Right. So then, yeah, we had that precaution this time. Uh, I mean, not that we do drugs out there, but if we did, we would have something like Norcan uh, just in case, you know. Uh, I'd, I've always wanted to party with like uh, an anesthesia, uh, an unethical anesthesiologist and uh, nurses. Wow. It's like, let's do, say, you know, like you get up in the desert and you haven't had enough water and you drank all night. How about a saline bag and some cocaine? You know, like party like Hunter Thompson out there. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking grapefruit <laughs> and fucking cocaine. Like Hunter Thompson. Wow. You know, a cat is saying I should uh, rent a motorhome and collect this all yeah. the way out. Listen, that, that was the plan. I was going to be renting a motorhome to drive out there. My wife talked right. me out of it. And then two days before, I said, fuck it i'm just gonna fly there and i did look into uh renting uh but then by that time they all the spaces were taken up. yeah like, well there's know. those free the freestanding tents are not bad but if people did like you know we put it out far enough in advance that people could rent uh motorhomes as like throw in together uh right. or something and uh you know we could we could uh have you know a lot more folks that i, I just wanted to you know like that would be the perfect place to go all right I'm going to do a full comedy set. We're going to have other pe other comics out here. We're going to do live podcasts. We're going to have musicians and just have this big fucking pre-holiday blowout for for uh, for me being alive right. and for just uh, everybody wants to go out and experience that once. Yeah, you see what Lipsky's doing because that got me, that got me hard just just thinking about what he's doing. He's got like a, a motorhome with a stage built mm -hmm. into it, a PA and the whole bit. So yeah, that, that's my wet dream, man. Yeah, it it does look really cool, uh, uh, but uh, you know it's got to be. Well, I mean, uh, it's a it's a great stage setup now, where right. you set it up and if you can get gigs and all that. But yeah, it, it it's uh, like I would even like he's from Peoria. If right. I were him, I would park it right where that strip club burnt down and do a show because uh, I don't think he's welcome in the club. Maybe <laughs> maybe he is. I don't know. But, uh, you know, like he could set up like near mega churches and shit. That's where, you know, that's what I would do with it. I would I would do like Sunday morning shows outside of mega churches 
right. and shit like that just right. to film it and create <laughs> havoc and you know yeah that them. would go viral definitely that somebody mm-hmm. would get that on tape and it, mm-hmm. it, all of a sudden he'd be like uh, political events you know yeah. i'd use it I'd, and probably lipsky will come up on just using it for some form of anarchy uh, but, you know, like if Ted Cruz was doing a speech, set that fucking trailer up across the parking lot and uh, and, and mock him. Is he an anarchist? Because I, I, I get the impression he was a Republican in some way. Who, Lipsky? Yeah. Uh, I think he'd be I think he would be more of an anarchist than a Republican. But uh, I know he's, uh, you know, I, I stopped caring about the, the fucking COVID when I got the vaccines. And I yeah. don't care if other people get them at this point or whatever. And that's what he, he seemed to be like really into that for a while. Like, you know, like I don't, okay, I'm a sheeple, but I don't, I, I, yeah. I give myself shots. I don't give a shit anymore, you know? Yeah. It turns out uh, you worried about COVID and all, you got cancer. So. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be, you know, that could be a, uh, hey, I, I didn't have cancer before I got uh, the COVID shots and now I got cancer. Right. Like, you know, but I just, I, I, I don't see the two as connected. Yeah, I just because uh, maybe I see him agreeing with uh, with Inman too much, and I know Inman calls himself a, a socialist or a communist or whatever the hell he thinks he is. But lately, he's been spouting a lot of right wing, far right wing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, is I mean, on the Ukraine, and that's what it is. Is like uh, they got fascists there, they've got Nazis there. Well, they're also an, a, a bigger country with an aggressive army blowing up everybody. Right. Women, grandmas, babies, and <laughs> and and Nazis, but right. I it's, it's it's it mimics too much of what Russia's propaganda is is to say the kind of things that Inman's been putting out there. The only mistake that uh, 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 Putin made or whatever is yeah, stupid, yeah. and I don't even want to continue on with it. If your point is is there's Nazis in in uh, in Ukraine. And that gives Russia the right to uh, blow us up or blow them up. Then what's Mexico sitting on the fence for? Shouldn't Mexico be lobbing grenades over into our country to kill Nazis? Well, yeah. Russia should be invading Kansas City because there is a huge uh, yeah. uh, uh, chapter of the Nazi party in Kansas City. And they are pretty violent. And, you know, they, there was one guy who was telling people to, you know, blow up synagogues and all this kind of stuff there's a lot of nazis in his hometown yeah if you got a if you got all the ukraine nazis and and they step forward to take on the russian fascist and that's who died uh, nobody would i mean that would be great you know but they're they're uh, russia's not attacking but not they're using the the fact that there's nazis that live there as cover to destroy and and probably create genocide i mean what is genocide other than killing a whole bunch of people? And that's, I think they've already done that. So uh, I, if Putin's only made one mistake in Inman's mind, then I guess that is, a, is a, you know, fucking kind of hero territory for James and yeah. uh, all that. But yeah, I just, I won't even, I don't even uh, put my feet in that, you know, uh, conspiracy because what's going on to the people there that are the people I care about, you know, I, I, I feel sad when I see a fucking old grandma whose house is blown up and shit. And, uh, and that's the kind of, it, it, it's discouraging that there's nothing that's uh, on a large scale that's being done. And everybody's right. worried about world war three, but I think like, I don't know, this sounds warmongerish, but Russia's kind of overextended. And if all those other countries that have been uh, victimized and bothered by Russia, just put their fucking 
heads together, they can take Russia's fucking military out and redefine the whole fucking thing. But if everybody's going to wait, you know, till the no fly and all that shit, it's just like, no, I, you know, I guess I'm more of a warmonger on this one because I see Russia's vulnerable. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Let's just beat them the fuck down so we don't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, you know, Putin's, big, Putin's biggest mistake is really the only mistake he really made was not calling the comedy store and getting the unbookables. Yeah, uh, book there. I yeah, can't, I, fuck that would have been World War Three, and then nobody would be worried about it. <laughs> and I and I, and I kind of I, I don't know. This is on the religious thing, but I think World War Three is a big thing in the Bible. It's a prophecy or whatever. It's like, let's just call this World War Three and then be on the other side of it. Cause they don't, there's no, nobody's like talking about World War Four. Right. I've never but World heard. War Three is supposed to be the end of it. So if we just go, World War Three was like 20 <laughs> years ago, dude. You know? Let's just skip over that part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just... Well, Kiara's back. I'm looking at the part uh, on the top of her head right now. She's pointing her head at the camera. Hello. I'm going to bring you back in. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> That if the video still doesn't fit, are you happy down there? You want to come up here? You want to you want to switch places? Let's switch places. You're better there. Wow, yeah. How do you do that? I know I'm, I'm <laughs> magic. I'm magical that way. I will it with my mind. Right. How come I was watch, watching the top of your head? What were you reading for happy news while while I while you were in the back there? Yeah, I was looking. Or, I or you? I would, no, never mind. <laughs> no, I was I was looking for a different article, but. You know, it's 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 slow sometimes. It's hard to find it. Naturejack.com. Get your stickers. Get your T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, Naturejack.com. There you go. Stickers. I think the stickers you get a like Ooh. a four pack for ten bucks. That one's my favorite because it's like I'm already dead. And I think right. You, you Let me know, see. I can't see it. It's, it's like, an it's angel. Angel Andy. Oh, okay. It's the Andy Andrews Cancer Fund sticker. The, I got one on the other side where he's a uh, uh, nature jacking in the pine bush there. Uh, okay. Well, I like that one. I, you would I like, like that one better. One. Um, yeah. So have, do you listen to the show when, when you're uh, in between segments there? Yes. Um, most of the times, yes. Because I, I go across the street to the gym and I run on the treadmill. Oh, Today, you... no. What, they have a, a gym uh, in the apartment complex there? A gym? Yeah. Gym, wow, pool, that's nice. So you don't sport. have to join Planet Fitness or any of that bullshit? Not anymore. That's good. Um, you know, it's kind of creepy, though, because it's like a like a little private gym with, like, four treadmills and an elliptical. And, um, like, nobody's in there. So I'm in there with my headphones, and it's scary. Why? I keep looking I over my shoulder. That. I, I know, but I'm the only one in there. It's I think someone's like hiding in the bathroom or behind the the weights or something. I get no, scared. No, you 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 nature jacking in a, a a parking lot of an apartment complex, and you're worried <laughs> that there are people watching you in the gym. Yes, <laughs> I did have one man. He scared the crap out of me the other day after I did the first <clears throat> segment. I went on the treadmill. He comes in and he's like, "Do you mind if I just play some music?" I'm like, all right, go ahead. He's blasting Bob Marley, singing to himself. And, and I hate the people in the gym that 
that they do the weights and they make those loud. And he's, oh, you man, know, yeah. He's really oh, into yeah, it. I said, this is it. This is it. He went, he's uh, he's auditioned. He got kicked out of Planet Hollywood. Like people who work out like that, grunting and stuff. That's all for attention. He's not there for working out. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're saying the music that I put to that new intro sounds like hey, Andy's right. It sounds like Disney, like the Welcome to Our, our, our World of Toys song. So I got to rework mm-hmm. that intro again. Monday we'll have a whole new intro again. Um, okay. I hope my I hope my Disneyland rage didn't ruin the theme song because it. But <laughs> I remember that 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 it wasn't even at the Little World. It was uh, one of the California Adventure rides. And it just, it's like, there's certain things that just bother you. And that right. sound of that thing just bothered me. And then, uh, so now I ruined that happy theme song. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I'm not, I'm not happy with that song either. Um, right. nah. you, you talked about old man watching you in the gym. Now I, uh, you're in a band with a bunch of old men, right? And I, right. I get that. But the Correct. last, last gig, <laughs> last gig we did some even older man came up and approached you wanting you and he didn't want our, the band card he wanted your personal number as that man uh reached out to you because i didn't think i know he was saying he wanted you to sing with him but yes. I, I i've used that line myself as a creepy old man i would definitely go up to a young girl singer and say listen uh i got something going on maybe you want to do a duet or something uh but that was not my pure intention i was lying about that what I, well i'm just being honest with you Man, so has that, that guy? Just, has that, that guy is reached? Just terrible. He, he, I did. I did reach out to him. Oh, you reached and, out um, to him. Yeah, no, I did. I and we we got together and we 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 did some rehearsals. Oh. And um, he he does mainly libraries and you know little restaurants and stuff. So it's just it's good. It's good. Um, good side side piece. Then want to say it like side that. Piece. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have gigs set up with him now? Not yet. <laughs> what do yeah. you think? You think Wait, this is- are you rehearsing at his house? Yes. Is his wife there? Yes, she is there. They're very oh. sweet. They're, they're very sweet. See, that, that's it's. I feel better about it already. The wife's there. Yeah. yeah. So they're yeah, either first- cre- cre- creepy like Will and Jada Smith. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at least there's first- two of them. I was wary. I, I was like, wait, I should go with somebody. And I, and I, cause I did this with Mikey when I, when Mike asked me to join his band, he said, Oh, we're going to rehearse at my house. And at first I was like, okay. And I pulled up. I'm like, I don't even know this man. He could just have, you know, chloroform on a rag. And, and you know. Mikey definitely is creepy like that. I mean, yes, I he is. He is. So the second <laughs> time I, I, I met with this man, Joe, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing it again. So I had my pepper spray. I texted everyone his address where he was just in case I never came back. But he was wow. really nice and sweet, and his wife is sweet, and and uh, he does a lot of um, like older, soft, whispery songs like uh, Simon and Garfunkel and Crosby, Stills and Nash. Is that how you say it? Really? Is that <laughs> how you say it? Crosby, Stills and Nash. No, I think Crosby prefers. Well, Nash prefers Nash, Stills, and Crosby. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't, then they broke broke up over some ego. I think those fellas, lots oh, of it. Wow. And from what I hear, and I I know I know some some of those people. Uh, Stephen Stills is a raving friggin' lunatic, like a real. Uh, I mean, who isn't though? I mean, no, I mean, be... I mean, he's real got a real disconnect. Like 
earlier you missed the point where Gary Busey was chasing Andy down the down the line on the food food line. I think uh, he he's beyond Gary Busey nuts. That, that would be a good doc. I'd like to see a doc about those guys because mm. uh, you know they have it all. They you know I love I love it when it's like three people or whatever, four people in a band, and then they just clash and 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 it falls apart. I like those stories. You know, yeah. Always, and those guys, I, you know, uh, I got Mark Farner on from Grand Funk Railroad, uh, and now it's uh, Mark Farner's American band. He's going to be on next week, and he, with wow. those guys, the other Don, uh, uh, the drummer, has Grand Funk Railroad, and they don't. It, Mark Farner is not even allowed to mention Grand Funk Railroad in any publicity or any uh, uh, of that kind of stuff because they hate each other that much. Wow. Yeah, wow. and ZZ Top when they go when before Dusty died, they when they went to gigs they had separate buses. All three of them had their own bus because they couldn't stand each other. I thought they drove wow. around in that car together. <laughs> That's really disappointing. Yeah, like the same with the Eagles, you know, uh, yeah, separate buses. They can get up there and uh, act like they like each other for an hour a night. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever? That's had what to we do. do. Hmm. That's what our band does. That's really we, funny. That's <laughs> separate really, cars, really... we get there. Oh, let's oh get we do get there with. in separate cars. That's that's true. And um, then the bit, and then and then the gig ends, and we're like, "All right, see you next time. Bye." Well, what? just just for the record, I, do, I I love everybody in the band. Oh, sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time. Um, even though at the dinner table, sometimes I was, I, I was thinking when she just mentioned chloroform. I've never had that, but I would think that that would, I mean, I would like, just for instance, when James Inman was here, like if I had chloroform, <laughs> I could have, James, it's two in the morning time for you to go. Right. Uh, mm. Like eight o'clock, James, and then I just put the rag over his face. Right. That'd be a tempting drug to, to or use. Or put chloroform just, in the diffuser, you know, oh, I'm just going to, you know, put some incense yeah. and then that just let him be, sit next to it. That would be a, a like, you know, you just don't like what's going on. You're like, <laughs> rag everybody's face <laughs> and then they wake up they don't know what happened they call you oh man yeah. you passed out i took you home that's it i think right. i think cosby kind of ruined that for everybody but uh, yeah he did just yeah. knocking people out would be uh, you know <laughs> chloroform it was a temporary thing though it's not like what what cosby did with, with like drug drug women and they'd be out for hours chloroform <sighs> is like a five minute like and then you wake up with like a splitting headache Oh then, really? Mm. Don't ask you've me. Been, you've been you've been put down a few times. I have. Yeah. How do you know? Uh, <laughs> I have because uh, my I w I was close to retarded my whole life, and uh, when I was young in college, we thought that would be a good way to get high. Like, yeah, let's sniff the rag, <laughs> and basically uh, that's what happens. You fall. <laughs> you fall down. And then you wake up with a splitting headache and say, wow, we drank Everclear and Kool-Aid. Everclear is wood grain alcohol. Put that in Kool-Aid. Uh, we did everything to get high. So it explains a lot why I am, I am who yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, well, I know. I think we just got a new uh, new suggestion for something to do at the desert. <laughs> Chloroform it, everybody. Well, I knew somebody who uh, actually met... Uh, Joel Rifkin, they were they were hitchhiking, and Joel Rifkin picked them up hitchhiking, and they they got what? changed names and everything. And uh, J Joel Rifkin was driving in a pickup truck. It was on the Southern State. He got got a ride on the Southern State, and that's where Rifkin was going. Now, I'm not saying he had a body in the back at that at the night. My friend got picked up by him, 
but got picked up by him in in the same truck that he got arrested for on the same road where he was found to where he got caught with the body in the back of his truck. Oh my goodness! He was a chloroformer. He would. Take uh, he was. Yeah. Oh. I just watched the Seinfeld episode where Elaine was dating Jill Rifkin. A different. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the same yeah. Name. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Try to get him to change his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of people like that. I, I, I uh, had a business meeting a couple of years ago when a guy handed me a card. The guy's name was Richard, but his card said Dick Hummer. Oh, no, Dick Zucker. <laughs> Dick Zucker. Z-U-C-K-E-R. No, Dick that's Zucker. not real. No, it's real. That, we, that what it says. Dick Zucker, <laughs> consultant. That's what it said. Yeah. He must have known. Come on. Oh, no, How he definitely had know? to know that. Like, what's His porn name is like Jerry Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work, man. <laughs> Just use your regular name. Yeah. Right. So uh, let's get off the serial killer and drugging people talking. What's happy? Come on, you got to have something really happy for us now. Okay. Uh, no. Try. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm searching my brain for a happy story too. While she goes, I, I don't know. know come up. Uh, I was thinking I, of using my life, but I'll, I'll just use uh, the poshclassymom.com. That's a posh, different one. Wait, poshtrashymom.com poshclassymom.com classy i thought you said trashy yeah. i'm sorry no that would have been a lot more fun but i want a trashy mom yeah <laughs> me too okay um uh florida man this was uh yesterday march 31st but 2020 but it's still you know 31st florida of march man. Go ahead. florida man was running for his life and broke into a house then he got shot by the homeowner his reason for breaking in he thought dinosaurs were chasing him let's hear about why mm. Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. When deputies arrived at the scene, they asked Roberts why he entered the house. He's got a very interesting story. He said he got some bad weed and thought that dinosaurs were chasing him. So that gave him reason to smash this woman's window, climb in through it. First of all, that doesn't sound like bad weed. That sounds like good weed. Well, Uh, sounds like maybe wet, wet. Is that yeah. the term for angel dust on the weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've never had dinosaurs uh, threaten me on any of my weed smoking or even conjured up. Yeah. Well, you you're into edibles now that you're you're recovering, right? You're not doing. Oh no, you're on the free no, pipe. So I smoke and and yeah, and edibles too. So here's the thing, though. I just I had a guy on T. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Big T. He he's the edible king. He's a comedian who also uh, does, has a THC cooking show. And I told him that edibles don't work on me. And he said, "I'm going to send you a care package." And he sent me, you know, the gummies, ten milligrams each. And I'm like, "Okay, they're working on me. That was a good." But he also sent me a thing called Punch Bar, and it's small, small piece mm. of chocolate, and it says 225 milligrams on it. But I'm thinking, nah, it's it's the same size as these gummies. It's small. It can't be 225. That's got to be like a, a mostly cbd or whatever and so i took this thing and i was fucked up for a week i was high for a week but i was also hallucinating i i had yeah, yeah. like a mushroom like trip be- on taking too much edibles mm-hmm. wow <laughs> yeah. yeah anything very accomplished 50, yeah anything <laughs> above 50 milligrams you're uh you're probably taking a pretty good trip there yeah i was fucked up for a week literally i mean stoned out for a week like i could not recover yeah. from it and I was no. telling my wife, I think, I think it was because when it first started to hit me, I was like, 
I feel young again. I can do stuff. I, and I, <laughs> I felt limber and I was exercising. I was like, I, I told her, I think this shirt makes me feel like Superman. Like it wasn't the shirt. It was the fucking edible, stupid. But <laughs> uh, And then when I woke up, all my muscles were hurting because I was doing things that I should not be doing. But I just was out of touch, I think. Acting <laughs> like a young wow. man. Wow. Wow. Well, that's a happy story. Yeah, yeah, that is a happy story. Do you know about Greg Kelly's story? Because I talked about this yesterday. Greg Kelly said he smoked, he used the word toked up with some friends in, in Kentucky and woke up four days later in Nairobi, Ke- Kenya, and oh, not yeah, knowing yeah. how he got there. And that's like, I've never. That, that's, is that, that real? Laced with something. That's what he says. Yeah. Uh huh. I've always. I, they must have well, laced it. There was a time I. I uh, I guess I was plotting to, I don't know. I, I just always wanted to have somebody that I didn't necessarily like that much and then put them out in some other, like, you know, they pass out and then they're out in the woods or something. Just, <laughs> you know, I did, we did in high school, there was a guy who passed out and we put him in a boat and put him in the middle of a lake. But not for is, weed, right? He was drinking. He was drunk. Time. And it was yeah. actually, you know, probably not a good move because he could have fallen out of the boat and drowned or whatever. And then we ought to all have this. I know what you did last summer secret for years, but uh, (laughs) I I just think, you know, like just waking up in a completely different place and having no clue where, how you got there would be a a good trick. Oh, it happened to me. I woke up on the top of a barn. Uh, So I uh, had alcohol, (laughs) alcohol poisoning. I was at a uh, graduation party and I was tending bar and uh, somebody dared me to chug. I remember chugging a bottle of bourbon and I they were doing a countdown, 10, 9, 8. And I remember like six Mm -hmm. and then three days later, waking up on the top of a a barn. Three days later? Yeah. (laughs) You, You were baking on top of a barn for three days? I don't know what happened in between that time. No, I could have only been there for a couple of hours or something. That's where I came back to consciousness. Hmm. I mean, they could have been gang raping me for three days. They, uh, anything what? could have happened. Yeah. Well, it's like coming out of surgery, you know, you're like, you hope everything was what you, you know, <laughs> right. right. explained to you, but it could have been a totally different thing. I always yeah. think about that. I always want to invest in like a little button camera just uh-huh. in case. Yeah. yeah. Because like you never know. know. What's being said, you know, or what like, they're doing on top of you. Uh huh. Like, yeah. what are they to, you know, because I got split way open. I was like, did anyone make any jokes or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, or what goes on for that time that you're completely unawares would be, it'd probably be horrifying, but, uh, it happened to me at the dentist. Maybe well, you're going to go to the it. dentist again, borrow this from me. This is an HD camera. You, it's a pen. You kind of put it in your pocket there. We'll record, uh, eight, eight hours of uh, HD footage. You just got to make sure it's pointed in the right direction. Ooh. I'll use that next time. I'll never go to the dentist again, but the next time I go to the dentist, I'll, I'll yeah. take it with me. That reminds me of the Seinfeld episode again, another Seinfeld reference where he's waking up in the dentist chair and they're rinsing, <laughs> rinsing and spitting like crazy. <laughs> oh, man. What? And that dentist grew up to be Walter White. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. I, that's a good. Uh, and he was on a lot of things, right? Malcolm in yeah. the Middle and all. Oh. Yeah. Great yeah. guy. Great yeah. actor. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's the happy news for today. And we're all happy now. Yeah. I want yeah. some of that. I want some of that weed that makes me see dinosaurs. I have to admit. Uh, 
That's well, so. come out to Oregon. There's a, uh, I think it's still, I don't know. It used to be a theme uh, a park, but it's just a bunch of poorly made plaster dinosaurs. <laughs> it's a, I think, I think you can still pay like a couple bucks to go walk around and do pictures, or maybe it's free, but uh, it's way before Jurassic Park. It's just like when, you know, coastal places were desperate to have tourists stop there. Right. So they build build these kind of things. And that was one of them that's it's still there. So you can come out. It sounds and go, like a dream. Ah, like you're scared. <laughs> but, and it looks more like a the Geico lizard than an actual dinosaur. Yeah. He so can't care if somebody pulled the April Fool's Frank on me uh on Facebook, they logged into my account. I guess they hacked into my account and said uh, that Kanye West should be, me and Jamie should get together and uh, murder Conway West in his sleep. So I've been banned on Facebook for 30 days. Uh, I thought it was 18 wow. hours. They banned me from different places. 18 hours from a group, and 29 days left on my personal account and all this stuff. So tonight I have Paul McCartney and it won't be going to Facebook. So somebody, is it, I don't is know. Is it Paul McCartney? Because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna call in on this show. Well, well you gotta I'm... you gotta do it on YouTube for you gotta be on YouTube or Twitch or or, or Twitter to actually see it. Uh, or one of the other dumb networks, the, the other ones that don't count. LinkedIn, we're on there, and if you go to Russia, we're on PK. Eight PM. Uh, so yeah, no, that's that's real. It will be real, but it's not gonna be shown to the the biggest audience I had was on Facebook on all the different Facebook groups now. None of those people are gonna see it. They're all gonna think, Well, it was just an April Fool's joke. See, I told you it was just an April Fool's joke. Wow. Yeah, that's right. It is I mean I I didn't think about that, but you are fucking with people. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> you don't know Paul McCartney. <laughs> right, right. That's a good one, man. <laughs> Well, I even posted, well, this is why uh, I like the boy who cried wolf. Last year I posted uh, that I was going to have Bruce Springsteen on and people fell for that. And now like, but and now you upped it. <laughs> that's what people are thinking. But no, tonight at 8 p.m., Paul McCartney will be with me uh, on YouTube. Mm. Wink, wink. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, right. jokes on me. April yeah. Fool's on me. They got me back. Somebody wait, waited until... March 31st at midnight and reported me for and hacked into this whole Kanye post. I'll be I'll be uh, a special guest on issues with Andy this week. John Lennon. I I sit down. I even said in the post, I said, next year I'm going to have Lennon on. Yeah, we've trade we me and John (laughs) trade bong hits and poems and talk about Yoko. What's, what's an email what's what's streaming uh, John, i don't not... understand any of this man <laughs> <laughs> all right kier i'm gonna let you out of here uh andy's captive for a few more minutes just w- until we end this thing but i'm letting you out of the out of the jail so thanks have a for, nice weekend thanks for the happy times yeah nice yes to meet you. Nice to meet you. that thing down to like five seconds it's like 20 yeah. seconds and now i want to punch kids in i disney. want if i ever go to disneyland again i'll have uh uh headphones <laughs> andy lennon and morris and craig johnson says <laughs> that's a good group a good super group andy uh, Len- john lennon and jim morris yeah we'll just party 55 is the new 27 right
Yep. Well, that was uh, who was it that died there? Oh, it was uh, because uh, Taylor uh, Hawkins. Yeah, Taylor Hawkins. Like rock stars are living longer, they're healthier, <laughs> but yeah. they're still dying too young. Well, here's the thing. Now it, we got you know, because I was thinking about this: musicians and comedians. Comedians like the we had the 27 for the musicians uh, dying young, but comedians seem to die even more. I mean, but at different ages, I guess. But yeah. you, see, you hear about comedians dying young far more than you hear about musicians dying young, don't you? Like, uh, well, I, I could go down a list if you. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of more dead comics than uh, musicians, but that's just because I know comics more than musicians. Yeah, are you friends with Twiddle? Because uh, uh, I, I hung. I wouldn't say friends, but I uh, uh, hung out and. Uh, got to know them you know uh they they had a gig where they were opening for somebody so i stood out on a sidewalk and smoked weed with a couple of them and uh asked for rights for one of their songs for uh Provenza's project and uh they said yeah and uh so which but, project yeah. that's the one that that's not finished yet yeah the one it's just i don't know what you know yeah the one paul's been working on uh, and it someday will come out, I guess. And he just refuses help on it because I told him, I, you know, I would be, a, I would work slave labor for him to help him get that thing. Yeah, done. I don't know what, you know, it's kind of like it's one man's project. So it's like, what can we do to help or whatever? But, uh, you know, at this, at this point, I think he's kind of, uh, uh, he's, he's got it narrowed down. You know, I don't know. It's been going on a while. So I don't even know where, where he would, you know, but I think he, he's, uh, scaling back the size of it because there was just too much and i think he wants to now just kind of focus on the immediate story of the revenge which uh so maybe maybe he'll uh you know i'd like if we do this big party i'd like him to have something to show at that yeah that would be uh, cool that that gives him you know plenty of uh, headway and he could you know Give us a rough draft if that's all he has. Well, I'll show up with with an outdoor screen and a, a projector if we <laughs> and yeah, a PA no, system. I mean, we we premiered the Aristocrats out there at Death Valley uh, the year that came out. We had a, a you know big TV outside and everybody sat out and watched the the Aristocrats. Very cool. Yeah, I don't think November. I mean, I know Death Valley is still warm in the daytime, but it get cold there at night in November. Yeah, well, we're going to look at, uh, you know, we'll figure it out so that it's the best possible time around things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Either before or after my daughter's wedding. Wow. So, you, and you're going to be a father-in-law. You're, you're happy about this, the daughter getting married? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, I mean, it was, it was a guy she met in college, so she's been with him for quite a while. And uh, and he didn't, he, I don't know, there was like a guy she dated before who actively, like, he'd give me weed and and stuff. Like, you know, he, he, he this this other guy, you know, it's taken me a while to warm up to him because he wasn't, like, giving me gifts. And, you know, he didn't make a real attempt to win me over or anything. <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, but I like him. And uh, my as my daughter said early on, I, I love him and that's all that matters. So I was that's like, okay, all. well, I can have a, opinions of this, but I do like the like the guy a lot. Good, good for you. That's important because I I've struggled with some of those things and mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, if he was a dick, I'd be uh, more than willing to share that. But I uh, I think he's <laughs> a, a good dude for. 
Good for you. Well, we're glad to see you're uh, recovering. Everybody's happy to see that you you seem like your old self and, and looking forward to b- bigger and better things, man. And I, uh, I am one who was going to go predict that you're going to live to at least 63. Well, it's like uh, the Andy Dufresne is get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah. And uh, that's where I've started to turn the corner where I'm like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to start moving around and doing shit because uh, it's time. Well, I got transcripts of funny shit that you said. Uh, that if you need them, I can send you all. <laughs> for, yeah. For... <laughs> yeah. Tra- well, I, transcript. I, I, I'm just going to ease into it and uh, do some. Uh, I'll, I'll announce some shows and uh, get down to Austin, Texas and do a bunch of shows, you know, just uh, guest spots or whatever. And uh, and then maybe, uh, you know, that I'll, I'll have some other shit to, to do, announce or whatever. All right. Well, I and when you get healthy and you really want to do it, I will definitely produce a show here for you. But I'm not ha- I'm not having Inman. Yeah, no, I don't blame <laughs> you on that. Uh, if, if, if he'd just show up and then leave, uh, that's fine. But uh, I don't even want him doing that. He's, he's so on my on my. It, it gets to the point where he just keeps saying he reads books and all this stuff. And I know he doesn't read any fucking books. He watches fucking YouTube videos. Yeah. And it, it just comes off like, I'm the expert. I know. I'm a, you know, it's just like, stop, stop. It, you're just listening to the voice in, mm-hmm. in your own head. Listen, like with your pot, when he was on your podcast, that's why I did that meme. It was so clear. Four people were in one space, and he was just thinking, "Man, this is the best ever." It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he <laughs> even like af- afterwards he goes, "That went pretty good." I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you know, pretty good. It was a James Inman production. You yell, you know, like that's what I don't get. It's like, what the fuck are you yelling? You know, the you got nowhere to go when you're yelling. Person. Yeah, yeah. But, least self-aware person who ever lived doesn't just doesn't get it. Anyway, I appreciate you being here because if not, yeah, if yeah, you weren't here, I would have had a guest that would be on forty second delay and sounded like he might. Right, right. With... Well, yeah, I always feel like I stay too long, but uh, I, I I'm in bed, so where am I going to go? Yeah, to get up out yeah. of bed now. Well, you never stay too long for this crowd. They're all loving you over here, and uh, it was uh, a treat to have you here. Happy April Fool's Day. And all right, yeah, yeah. Tune, tune in at 8, 8 p.m. on YouTube, and you'll see that it's no April Fool's joke, folks. This time it's real. I'm not crying wolf, I promise you. Andy, be well. And uh, All right. And, all right, see you later. We're, we're okay, take care, sir. All right, bye. Well, that's the show for you, folks. I didn't even mention the sponsors because I got all April Fool's out. We've been brought to you by Koa Coffee. I'm not even going to play their stuff. I'm just going to tell you to remember, tune in tonight, 8 p.m., for an interview with Sir Paul McCartney. No exaggeration, no April Fool's, none of, none of that stuff. Trust me on this one. Trust me. on the, I'm asking you to trust me. You hear me? I'm saying trust me. Uh, anyway, nobody put in hashtag uh, BW dog. I guess nobody wants to go see Billy Wayne Davis in Brooklyn with me. That's just pathetic. That's just pathetic. Let me take that out of here before I sign off here. Uh, thanks for coming. Meet me tonight right here. I guess I won't be on Facebook for about a month. You can't even appeal that shit. I did not ever say we should murder Kanye West in his sleep. That was somebody hacked into my account. I would not do that. I promise you that. That is absolutely sincere. I would not. I know that's against the rules. So anyway, see you later. From now on, uh, from now until then, remember to turn on your radio. I'm out of here. Bye for now. This episode, wrong thing.
me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.